How are you doing? You alright? Yeah, Alhamdulillah, I'm doing good, doing good. Alhamdulillah. How have you been? Yeah, I haven't been too bad, Alhamdulillah. I've just been, uh, just been quite busy. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Coming to like exam season now, isn't it? So, end of the first semester. Yeah. So, because okay, so you have exams, uh, you have winter exams in that? Yeah, yeah. So, I've got winter coursework and I'm sitting some exams as well. Okay. Um, and then for some of Yes, it's okay. It's okay. So it's, it's a lot, humbler, but mm. I think maybe we'll, see, we'll explore some of those things. Yeah, yeah, what about yourself? How have you been? Yeah, alhamdulillah, doing good, doing good. Um, I when I when I uh, for me, I've never had uh, winter exams. We've only had it at end of year. Um, for me, we like obviously had assignments during the year, but we never had exams. I know other people on my on other courses in my university they had it but no i didn't have it much for my course oh you've never had that oh you consider yourself lucky honestly <laughs> i don't know because i guess part of it you can stretch you can split it between um you don't it's not like all the exams in one go uh, mm. but i guess it has its pros and cons i guess of having it split or not true 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 i think yeah if you if you prefer uh, coursework and stuff then i guess it works for you right yeah, yeah. Okay, so inshallah, I think we'll uh, we'll start. Uh, Assalamu alaikum to everyone who's joined. Uh, thank you for tuning in to the Muslim Student Podcast, uh, where we are looking to uh, connect Muslim students across various uh, universities and uh, and discuss the important issues that we go through at university and across and across the world that we go through as an ummah. Uh, so this podcast is about this live stream is about. Uh, balancing life at university, right? Because usually uh, university can be quite a big jump for you, for us, right? That you're going, that your, all your experience previously has been school, college, where everything's very structured. Uh, you have set, you have set lessons which you have to go to. They set homework, they set work for you to do. It's very, it's a very guided learning process, right? Um, even in college, they do give, start start to give you a bit more freedom. But you still have that structure that you have to go in. You usually have to go in a certain time, leave at a certain time. Uh, but when you go to university, it can become a very big jump. Right? You're giving all this freedom. Uh, for, I don't know um, for others, but for me, they never really took attendance. Uh, mm. If you wanted, to, if you wanted to come to to the lecture, you could. If it, if you didn't want to, it's your it's your loss. Um, they wouldn't. They they'd give you worksheets and whatnot to do. But if you don't do them, they're not going to bring you up on it, right? Uh, so you've. It's basically up to you and your own motivation to now balance uh, everything that's going on with you, right? Um, your studies, uh, meeting up with people, family, if you're working, that as well. So we want to maybe talk about this because I feel like a lot of students uh, do face this issue um, from what I've, from, from my personal experience and from, from speaking to others. And I thought this would be a, a good topic to inshallah maybe um, unpack a bit. Um, so first, bro, I want to um, maybe ask you a question. What maybe are some of the challenges that you've had uh, trying to balance um, 
your time at university um, with the rest of your life? Bismillah, very much. I just want to thank a Muslim student network just before I start having me on. Um, I think it's uh, it's difficult because, like you said, prior to university, there's always someone to hold your hand the whole way through. Whereas you almost stick with university and now it's like you have to settle everything yourself. So I think the main balances are your work, uh, family, uh, friends and deen, essentially, right? Mm-hmm. Trying to put all of those in order and uh, trying to prioritise things when I feel like uh, I, I do law, for example, right? So it's, it's very heavy, mm-hmm. very difficult to balance and see, okay, where's it going and how much time are you putting into each section of, of your life, essentially? And for me, that's the biggest issue. Mm. Yeah, because I think you start to get more, I think, responsibilities uh you don't you obviously have all these assignments you have these exams um you need to make sure you're spending time with your family and that's important uh you're you're going you want to go out and meet people you don't want to have just a secluded life because you do find some people who i've met who just pretty much stick their heads in the book in their head in the, in the books um always just um studying studying i want to ask them let's me have a chat just maybe have a drink or have an eat uh, eat something um and uh but they're always just busy yeah um which is to some extent understandable if especially if you've got a very intensive degree um but i guess trying to find that balance can be difficult because if you if you've never had to do that before if it's always been done for you before your parents would have given you a structure your school would have given you a structure um then you kind of sometimes may go to certain extremes where you just either you've just got your head in the books or you've, you're just uh, not really caring much about university and you're just going the opposite and you're just uh, maybe is having to go to a lot of social events but not really um, taking care of your studies. So I guess that can be quite a challenge. Um, I guess I'll maybe talk, talk a bit about, because last, last week's topic of uh, the podcast, we were talking a bit about uh, friendships at university, right? Because you're, you're usually in a new place, you're trying to meet new people. How have you find, I guess, both meeting new people at university um, and have you found, have you had time to catch up and uh, meet up with people that you knew before, old friends and whatnot? How have you found uh, things like that? Yeah, so um, in regards to the, the sort of the second point, uh, the second question. Uh, so, alhamdulillah, I'm going to university So. I still have some friends at like locally and also have my friends at university right um when i'm at university i mainly obviously i'm there for my seminars and my lectures but afterwards i always have like, i generally have time you know when i've done my sort of intensive work to go out and meet some brothers inshallah have some have some food have some uh, lunch perhaps um i think it is really about being smart with how much uh, how much effort and time you're putting into a particular sort of aspect of your life per se um again i do quite an intensive degree but i do find myself having time um obviously want to make i'm getting home and also doing my work but like you said you mentioned before it's important that your heads are not just in the books because uh everyone needs that social aspect of their life right um whether whether they like it or not so 
I find that it's, it's difficult to find that balance, but the balance definitely can be struck. Because mm, I think about needing uh, friendships, needing to interact with people, especially over the COVID period, people would have, uh, we all would have experienced this of, of lack of interaction with other people mm -hmm. besides your family, which is good you spend time with your family, but you also want to get out and uh, talk to friends and whatnot. Um, and I think when, if, you're, if you find yourself too busy studying, it can, it can have a toll on your mental health um, just from not interacting with people being very secluded in your, uh, just by yourself um, we're gen human beings we're sociable so we want to talk to people um, but if we kind of restrict that too much it can uh, it can cause uh, I guess a bit of an issue um, and uh, additionally the stress that you uh, that you have um, maybe around exam time mm. uh, around with a lot of assignments um, I know sometimes when in some years I've had um, a lot of assignments in a row all due very very close to each other so that can uh, cause a bit of stress and you just you just uh, feel that you need to just get your head down just make sure you get um, everything done but you neglect a lot of other things um, I know that some a lot of the time my um, family might uh, have told me that I'm just I, I come home from university and I'm just in my room just studying and I'm not spending time uh, with anyone so I guess sometimes that, that balance can be can be difficult to achieve um, because if, if you're too stressed and you just feel like oh i just need to make sure my head's in in in, in my books and um studying doing my assignments revision for exams but you do need that uh balance of of a bit of a break of meeting up with friends um especially if, um, good friends who, who you can talk to about your issues um and can i guess um a shoulder to uh talk to that, that can that is quite important um how do you maybe manage your time how do you maybe any anything you find helpful for you is there anything in particular um that you that you do me specifically i try to uh, uh sort of like create a little timetable um mm. so i'll have um uh, let's say for a particular module i have my set times uh, and i'll put it in a timetable and i'll say okay from this time to this time i'm just going to be focusing on this aspect of law, or from this time to this time, this module, I feel like that's a, a really good practical way of just spacing out your day or your week, generally speaking, yeah? Mm -hmm. Because then uh, when it's stuck in your head, it's, it's, it's difficult to sometimes uh, uh, organise yourself, right? But when you put it on paper, like, you, you've always got that thing to refer back to, you know what I mean? It's very easy to say, okay, well, from this time to this time, I'm going to be doing this. And for this time, I'm also going to give myself a break. I mean, it's interesting. You mentioned, obviously, everyone's coming out of COVID. That was a very tough time for a lot of people. And uh, part of that was the fact that they, they lacked that sort of physical aspect that's, uh, of meeting people, meeting friends. And that's why in my timetable, for example, I do have a day. So on Wednesday, I don't have any lectures, any lessons, any seminars. I try to make that time either do something productive or meet up with uh, family or friends just so I have that sense of, uh, of sense of reality or normality in some sense um, and just ensuring that my head is is getting that fresh air that it needs mm. me personally I think, that's yeah. I, mm. I think yeah that the thing with timetabling is important because if you think about how your our life was structured before Usually schools have a very set timetable. Yeah, at university they have lecture timetables, 
for the rest of the time, whatever you do with it, it's it's basically up to you. Where schools, you'd have set time for um, breaks, lunch, extracurricular. Um, even when you're even when you're at home, I guess your parents would manage it. Depends on how old you are, obviously, but your parents would manage it to some extent. Um, well, yeah, to to form that structure, I think especially as you're saying during COVID, people don't have that structure because, um, especially with in university online lectures, you don't have a physical thing because it's, it's it's a lot easier to structure your life if you're going physically to university. You have uh you have you have your time. You you know kind of when you're when you're leaving when you're coming back. You have a you have a sort of structure to yeah. your to your to your life. But especially, I think during COVID, from I definitely struggled with that. Is that if I don't have any physical structure, if I'm not going out, if I don't have to, if I don't have to be ready by a certain time to make my time to make time to get to a lecture at in the morning, for example, right? Mm-hmm. I'll maybe a bit lax. I may um, some days may just roll out of bed and just jump on the lecture online, right? Yeah. So um, sometimes that that can be. Uh, that has been, I think, kind of a struggle. I think some people, a few people, I believe, would have um, went through that. Um, so your timetabling is def- definitely a thing, uh, an important matter, because um, with all this free time, you need to make sure, I guess, you're, you're making the, the most of it. Right. Um, do you, um, have you, have you ever worked during study? Do you work? Um, or if you do, how, how do you, I guess, balance that? How do you find um, doing that during studies? Yeah, so um, currently I do work. Um, I work uh, sixteen hours a week, and I split it just on the weekends. Yeah, mm. so I do quite long shifts. Which, alhamdulillah, is okay because it's only for two days. Do you see what I mean? It's quite mm. uh, compressed. Um, but for me, once I, I sort of finish my shift, I come home. I will have like an hour to relax. Uh, and then I'll, again, going back to my t- timetable, I spend at least three hours doing some work. Mm. Or if I'm not doing work, I'll uh, three hours either, you know, doing something productive, whether that's reading or uh, it could be anything, to be honest. It, it usually is work. So working and studying is, is difficult. But again, it's, it's, it's very manageable. It's very manageable, I'll be honest with you. Um, perhaps third year will be slightly more, more difficult. I'm in second year at the moment. So third year, obviously, there's a bit more of an emphasis. Um, and it, that is your lot. Yeah, but in second year, obviously, it still counts. It is very difficult. You can do your work, and you can balance your work with your um, with your uni, and balancing your uni with your um, uh, your social life. As long as you're doing that in a structured manner, that's any that's that's something that's worked for me. Um, mm. What about you? Like, how did you find, it? or actually, did you work uh, whilst you're doing your studies? Uh, me personally, I I I haven't worked during my studies, mm-hmm. um, but um, I can I can imagine from even speaking to other people who I know who have worked, it can be I guess sort of tough um, speaking uh, when they're working because I know I know some people, especially during exam time or during this, when they don't go on long assignments, they just have to um, I guess quit their work for some some periods of time because it can be quite uh, I guess stressful. But I think if you I think we do uh tend to think we have less time than we do mm. so um i think we i think i think yeah you, you do tend to think that have this time than you do i think if we're forced if, if, if i find that if i'm if i'm forced into a situation where i need to be productive 
then I, I can do that. Um, but I think that, that issue, that thing of, of, of having a structured timetabling, you, you know you, that you're going into work, um, you're coming home, you've got that hour that you're, you have for break and, you, and then you're, you're, you know that after that you're, you're back into your studies. Um, giving that structure means that you know exactly what you're doing and you're not just wasting time because I think sometimes you can just, if you don't have that structure, you can just procrastinate thinking that, oh, I'm just going to, I'm just going to leave it to, to another time. Or I can do it a bit later, but if you've got, if you know what exactly what you're doing at what time, then that um, can be, I think, uh, it's, it's not, it's not, I think, too difficult to, I guess, structure your, uh, your time. Obviously, I, I didn't work during university, um, but yeah. Um, I think it's like everything that you do in life, there's always like a pattern. Yeah, you know, you wake up, you do this, you know, you brush your teeth, you eat your breakfast, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. There's always a manner in, or an order in, in the way that you're doing things, right? And it's like the same logic is to be applied when you're doing your, your university, right? And I think um, part of that comes from, let's say, the idea that uh, you're going into university with a, a want to learn, or essentially, right? A want to, let's say, gain uh, you know, knowledge or sufficient knowledge to you know, uh, build a career, right? Um, and also your life skills as well, right? So it's like... If your mindset is that I'm going to go into university, I'm just going to have fun, or you just have a break from my family. Well, obviously, you're going to struggle with balancing all of those things because your top priority is me having fun or me, uh, me not focusing on my studies, let's say. But going back to the idea of having a timetable or a structure, it's like it's all put there for you. You just have to act it. See what I mean? It just makes things much more easier. And because you've gotten it out of your head and you put it in place, or you put it on your phone or, or whatever it may be it's physically there you you just have to you just have to do it and like I said, it certainly helps not procrastinating yeah i think even as as muslims allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us a structure of salah right that right. you can't just laze about all day um literally doing nothing allah subhanahu wa ta'ala actually gives you structure to your day right what you do between those times obviously you you have to decide um you try to be as productive as possible but makes it so that you can't just let hours go um time go on where you're just um chilling doing nothing right you have some you have some structure um to to your to your time um i think i find that i find that very beneficial that i'll say uh, having that structure means that i'll say maybe after duhur i'm gonna do this for an hour or so or after i sort of just like that you you automatically have uh, an anchor for which you know what um, what you're going to to be doing naturally, right? Um, I guess yeah, naturally you'll ha you'll have that. Um, I guess the, um, part of what I think you were talking about about um, about obviously studying to gain knowledge and a career. What do you think is um, our our goal should be really towards um, towards study, um, and because I think. Obviously, you have people who, who may go to university just um, maybe to please their parents, right? Because their parents say they want them to do study a certain degree or something like that, right? Um, you, have, you have people who uh, want to study and then they, they want to get a career and just climb the ladder. What do you think, as Muslims, what should our, um, our goal be behind um, studying or generally in life? How, how should we, I guess, orientate ourselves um, in that matter? I think um, there's two things that are very important. Yeah, one thing is that studying itself and education itself, especially in the Islamic 
point of view, it's something very valuable. Yeah, it is. It is very valuable, and it's something that's encouraged um, to learn, let's say, the sciences of the world. Right. However, it's important to realize that there's a, a, a greater part to your existence as an individual. Right. You're studying, and you're, you know, you're. Perhaps if you are studying, let's say, to earn a good future, let's say, for example, right? The studying itself is just uh, is, is the means to earn rizm, yeah? And if, if that's in accordance to halal, alhamdulillah, that's a good thing, yeah? But you have to also understand as a Muslim that there's a wider framework that you you're, you look at reality at, right? And that's with sort of the lenses of, of the Islamic community, right? When you understand that, you put education place and that is it has a lot of importance it's very valuable but this isn't the ultimate goal for, for the individual the ultimate goal for the person and this kind of links in the definitions of success but the ultimate goal for a person isn't to get this job it's not to get this degree it's not to get this PhD or etc etc whatever it may be whatever level of education you're talking about right ultimately you're trying to attain the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you're trying to attain Jannah. That's your starting point. That's your, uh, that's your foundations upon which you build all of your other ideas about, right? And j just to contrast that with today, today the ideas that many people hold, which is widely accepted, is one of a general sort of um, a materialism, right? Whereas the accumulation of material goods is the um, uh, the highest priority for an individual, right? In that framework, then your studies end up consuming your existence, right? Or if I don't pass this test, then I'm going to be a failure in life, etc., etc. I'm going to be homeless. You know, one time I was I was reading this article, article, and uh, there was this uh, there was this girl, and she uh, she got her medical grades. Um, and on the medical grades, it told her that she, she, she failed, right? As a consequence of that, she ended up uh, committing suicide. She ended up killing herself uh, because she didn't get the grades to, to pass. Now, that is completely contrasted with the Islamic way of looking at things, right? It's, okay, look, uh, we're not saying that, okay, well, failure is okay, etc., uh, etc. Et of course, it's going to... Uh, damage, it's going to be damning to anyone spending who's spent a lot of time studying, etc., etc., having got their grades. But ultimately, that's not your purpose as a as a human being. So your success is not defined by your education or your grades. You see what I'm saying? So mm. the potential of failure is it, not the be all and end all for the Muslim. Now, having said that, of course, there's the aspect of. Well, you try your best and you put the effort in that's that's uh, that's needed to to uh, get the grades that you need or get the whatever that you, whatever that you uh, you're desiring whatever that may be right but that has a limit and that has a cap and when you you're balancing that cap with your ultimate purpose as a muslim just to please allah subhanahu wa ta'ala abide by his rules etc uh, etc et then you actually have a balanced way of looking at reality in general um yeah I guess, I guess, uh, any sort of um, anything that you sort of like to sort of add in there, please feel free to, inshallah.
question. Yeah, I think that, that's a that's a very I think that's a very good point, a very important point I think to understand. Um, I I had heard about that uh, that uh, woman who uh, yeah got her her bad the bad grades and it was a mistake. Mm. She actually that actually wasn't the grade. She actually did well, but uh, because of all the because of her stress her emotional state, she she committed suicide. Subhanallah. Um, and I think you're right. Is that we need to kind of anchor ourselves with with the um, ideas Islam gives us because it gives a certain sense of tranquility, right? In that when you believe that success is all about uh, is all about your career, all about uh, earning money, right? Um, in this, when when all you, when your when your goals are oriented towards just getting money, getting luxury, um, getting the newest getting newest things, you're always pushed to get get the newest uh, get, uh, get the newest phone, mm. get the newest um, go go on these holidays, all, all these extravagant things you see on social media, all, all, all everywhere, right? Is that you're that you're encouraged basically to earn earn earn, right? Have, be involved in the rat race, right? So you can have all these luxuries of life, right? Um, and that can definitely consume a person because when when that's your goal, then that's never going to end. You're never going to be at peace. You're going, constantly going to want more. Uh, there's the hadith where um, Rasulullah says that um, the son of Adam was to be given a valley of uh, Uhud, uh, the Uhud mountains amount of gold. Lovely. He's going to want a second one, right? That we as humans, we're, ne we're never going to be satisfied uh, with, what, with what we have. That's just by, by our nature. So if we're striving for that, so you're never going to attain it because you're always going to be wanting more. And again, if you orient yourself towards that, if, if that's your vision of success, right? If that's what you believe success to be in life, then of course you're going to become depressed if you uh, and uh, if you, of course you're going to be depressed if you uh, don't do so well, right? Mm. Um, of course you're going to be in a in a very stressed emotional uh, a stressed state um, and a very anxious and depressed if you're um, if you believe that your whole success of, of life is uh, based upon upon these studies, are based upon an assignment, based upon these exams. And yes, your point is true that we should strive for for excellence, right? We should strive for ihsan in what we do, right? So when we're embarking on these studies, yes, um, it should be towards the goal of of attaining uh, rizq, right? Um, it can also be towards the goal of uh, benefiting people, benefiting the ummah. If those are skills which are which are going to be helpful to the ummah, right? But it shouldn't be that this is you're consumed uh, you're consumed by it. because what Allah requires for you of you is that you do your best right that you try your best and the rest of it is on Allah's hands mm. yeah you have to work in life trust in Allah right when you when you go into an exam when you undertake an assignment you do the best you submit you give them the hand in the exam but at the end of the day you're you're at peace because whatever happens it's Allah's will you've tried your best that's what Allah's going to account you for right Allah is not going to account you for the results. Allah is going to account you for what you did to try and achieve those results. Mm, absolutely. Um, Just to yeah. add on, uh, sorry to cut you off. Those ideas about like, like the feelings of, of stress uh, or you know the anxiety that you may feel, especially studying, Islam gives you the, a mechanism to cope and deal with them, right? You know, we have our framework is that a life uh, essential. Uh, its basis, let's say, is a test, right? These are all part of your test as an individual. But when your goal is the accumulation of, uh, of material goods, then stress and anxiety, they, they will become barriers for you as an individual to reach your purpose. Hence why, even in Islam, the, obviously the ideas of 
of, of sadness and stress. Everyone feels them, but they're part of, we see them as part of just the, the way that humans live, right? It's part of, it's part of the, the, everyone feels these emotions, right? Everyone feels these um, by virtue of living. Whereas on the other hand, again, like I was mentioning, if your goal is, um, as you mentioned, basically getting involved in the rat race, essentially, Stress is something that's going to be dragging you down. Seeing as something that which you, you want to get absolutely away from, but it's that's so personal. It, it, that's such a personal experience. Is that everyone feels that sadness and that stress and that anxiety? It's, it's part. It's, it's natural. So it's like you're trying to suppress that natural part of the human, and it's like there, there's a there's a there's a continuity between stress levels and particularly Western material, uh, let's say philosophies, and it's like there's no there's no surprise why that is right and that's especially felt at its most as as people in the education system because we're constantly trying uh, with that mindset we're trying to push forward and we're trying to uh, make our way up but mm. ultimately it's an it's a you're making your way up to a journey that doesn't have an end uh, if that's your goal yeah, because I mean, fundamentally for us, we understand that Allah is Ar-Razzaq, right? Allah is the provider, mm. right? That uh, our risk is fixed, our provisions are fixed, um, and we're not going to earn any more than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has, has set for us, and we're not going to earn less, right? Mm. What Allah asks of us is that we um, try and, well, that we earn that, or that, we, uh, that we put the effort towards that, right? But if you... Um, if you if you don't earn if you don't get that you're content and and think Allah subhanahu wa taala is is providing for me right that you understand that um it it takes a weight off, off your shoulders that if if you if you're maybe if you fall upon hard times if you're not if you're not earning as much or if you uh if you don't do so well um it doesn't weigh on you because it's not it's not your your success in life is not um now um hit you're not now a failure in life. Rather, you understand that this is just a part of life. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives, gives us tests. Um, but fundamentally, we have, we have tranquility and we have peace that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala um, is, is the provider, is al-razzaq, right? Um, there's a hadith where uh, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa says that uh, indeed the affairs of the believer, that every, every affair of the believer is good for him, right? Um, and this is only for the, for the believer, only for the mu'min, right? That if something uh, bad befalls them, they are so they have patience they have sabr and it gets better for them mm. and if something good befalls them they are shukr they have shukr they are thankful to allah and it gets better for them right mm. and so when you fall upon hard times yes obviously it's going to have an impact on on your on your mentality right it's going to have an impact on your emotions but you have the anchoring in the aqidah of islam that that you you should you should uh, strive for your best, but at the end of the day, if 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 you fall upon on upon difficulty, then you make dua to Allah. You you are you have sabr with Allah, and if you fall upon good times, you make sure that you are thankful to Allah for what He's what He's given you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I think that mentality um, understanding can definitely give you tranquility. Like when I first heard that hadith, I thought Subhanallah, right? It's it's a very uplifting hadith. Right. That whether you fall upon good times or bad times. If you are, if you have patience, if you are putting your effort in, and if you are thankful to Allah, then your then then your situation is good, right? Mm-hmm. Then you, then you're successful, right? 
Um, and so I think, yeah, that's that's something mentally which which um, I think if you don't hold these ideas and you believe that this uh, this life is basically all there is, right? All there is is just earning money, climbing the, climbing the ladder. Um, then of course you're going to become depressed, right? You see, in uh, in especially in the West, uh, mental health and depression is all time as a, as a, at an all time high, right? And when you look at it, you can't be surprised at this. It's not surprising when this is what you're telling. This is what what people have is that if people are are poor, if people are, don't have the earning capacity, they become depressed because they see all these people with all these amazing things, all these wonderful things. Um, and they feel that like, I don't have that, so they, they become sad, they become depressed, right? And even the person who has all these things, they want more, right? The son of Adam is not satisfied with one with one mountain of gold, they want more, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it obviously it causes this, this issue of, 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 of mental health. Um, and the reason why I think I brought this up initially is because this, 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 this definitely ties into balance heavily. Um, because when you believe that this is all there is, you can easily uh, just focus on your studies, focus on your studies, right? Try to climb the career ladder, etc. And you neglect everything else. You neglect your other responsibilities. You, neg- you neglect your responsibilities towards your family, towards your parents, towards your siblings, right? Mm. Um, you neglect um, your um, your um, speak your your social interactions. You, you neglect. Um, you can neglect your Islam. Right. If if this is what what you're focusing on, this is what your priority is in. Right. Um. That if you're in a lecture and it clashes with um, if you're in a lecture and it clashes with salah, for example, right? Yeah. Are you going to stay in and uh to make sure you get every last bit of the lecture, or are you do you understand that your salah is a, your salah is important and you may ask someone who's who's staying in the lecture, um, you may ask or you may ask the lecturer um uh for what you missed, right? You must ask someone for their notes are. Um, and so, again, if you have that mentality that this that this life is all there is, then you're going to neglect these other things. You're going to neglect the um, other studies. You're going to neglect uh, recitation of the Quran, learning about Islam, as an example, and other things, and other responsibilities in life. Um, so I think putting everything in its place, understanding uh, where everything fits in your life is, is I think, very important to, f- to finding that balance. Uh, yeah, 100%. I mean, you also mentioned one thing that I, I thought was interesting. For student life, one of the biggest, one of the biggest things for, for every student, almost, I would say pretty much every student, is even this whole idea of social media, right? And constant, you know, I was, I was speaking to one of my friends and I was, uh, I was just sharing our phone screen times. And his screen time was like eight hours, nine hours a day, right? And like seven hours of that was on Instagram. And mm. I thought, or, or sorry, it was TikTok, sorry. I was like, what are you doing on TikTok? And he's like, honestly, nothing, I'm just scrolling. And it's like, and this goes, this links to many points actually, right? But two in specific. One is, if you, if you uh, go back to the initial point, if you don't have a, the, the structure in your, in your life, it's like you're going to just be aimless, aimlessly acting. It's like without no real goal or without no method. And it's like if you if you're serious about a goal, you have a method to achieving that goal, right? Or you even know what that goal is. You define your goal, and then you have the method to achieving that. 
when you're just scrolling on Instagram for seven hours a day or TikTok or whatever it may be, and also the contents of these things, which are is heavily glamorized world where people compare themselves and they, they feel they're not good enough or for, for what everyone else is and they feel like they're lagging behind because everyone else is showing their success. It's like this accumulates in, in the psyche of the person, linking back to the, the previous idea of why there's so much sort of mental stress or mental health issues or whatever, however you want to define it within sort of young people at universities. It's like there's all of these factors, they, they play at hand and it's like, if you don't think that's not going to happen to you, it's like, it will happen to you, right? It happens to everyone. That's just the nature of who you are as a person. So I just thought it was important to get that out there as well, especially mm. having the idea of, of that social media aspect of the way people are using it as well. It's not necessarily the fact that it's there. It's the way it's being utilised mm. in this glamorised material society where, mm. as we mentioned before, success is defined as who's got the the, the, the brand new car, or who's got the best clothes, or who's got the newest bag, or who's got etc. whatever it may be. It's like, that's a recipe for it. It's a recipe for disaster. It really is a mm. recipe for disaster, man. I mean, yeah, these, these social media apps are manufactured to get you to scroll for ages, right? Mm. Um, they're, they're, they're purposefully designed, done research, heavy research into how to get people to stay on on these on these apps right um so yeah i think definitely i know for me there's there have been times uh previously where i might just spend a lot of time on social media on on youtube or whatever right mm -hmm. scrolling watching stuff watching sort of stuff and it can it can eat on your time heavily right um and that can cause you to think that you have a lot less time than you do right because right. Reality is you have a lot of time, right? This person you're saying is watching seven, eight hours. What could you be doing with those seven, eight hours, right? Exactly. Right? Um, so you, you become stressed and think, oh, I need to do my studies. I also need to uh, make sure I'm doing masala. I'm spending time with, with family. I'm spending time with friends. I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Right? And you think you don't, you don't have all this time. When you actually do, you're just spending a lot of it um, scrolling on social media. Right. So, you're not doing anything productive it's like mm. let's take that, take that eight hours and let's split it okay you can do two hours uh, doing work okay so now you've you've done some work in that two hours you can spend some time with your family okay let's say chuck another hour in there then you can uh, do your salah that's about half an hour let's say read some quran another half an hour you've still got so much time left you can take a break you can go for a walk you can do exercise all it, it's like all of these things, there's more than enough time. There is more than enough time. It's just mm. the way you utilize it and it's just the way you split it, as well as the ideas that you hold about things like your studies. So when you put those two together, then it's like you have a nice balanced structure. You have the way of understanding your, your studies and then you have the way, of your, the way you're planning your studies. If you don't have any of that, and which is unfortunately the norm for, for most people, as well as the idea of I'm just going to university to have fun, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. or you're, you know you're boring if you don't think like that, or whatever it may be. It's like no wonder why you're going to uh, you're going to feel you know stressed because one day the reality will hit in. You know whether in your third year or when the exam season comes up and you're like, oh shoot, I haven't done anything. It's like mm. yeah, you were just wasting your time. That's all you were doing. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We need to make sure we're making use of our time. There's a hadith of of taking um of taking five or four five, and one of them is taking 
your youth before your old age and taking your uh, free time, uh, taking use of your free time before you become occupied. Mm. Um, and so this this time that you're spending doing doing whatever, right, scrolling on social media, whatever, you can be spending that um, that time doing other things. Um, but this is not to say, oh, you just you just need to be a you just need to be a machine, not doing anything social. This thing, it's not that, but it's about making sure that you kind of have that um, balance and understanding where your priorities are and not uh, neglecting. Because I, I don't want it to, I don't want it to be like um, you you just need to be a machine. Um, I'm just telling you, oh, you know, just just do it, just just be productive, just um, just balance everything, and it's fine. But the reason why I want to have I guess this discussion is what is the mentality that we have that guides our, our actions right um and make sure that we're we're doing uh, we're doing things in the best in the best way um and we're i guess striving to um make sure we, we have that balanced life because especially later on in life when you become uh, very occupied um if you if you if you have a family if you if you get married you have kids or whatever um if you if you're in full-time work um you you need to have that balance and if you don't start early it's going to become very difficult later on uh to 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 get that in um but yeah i think i think that was uh alhamdulillah a very good uh discussion um do you have any 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 other points i think we'll probably we'll probably conclude there but i think we we, we covered it i think um, good points i think these are important th points to think about um how we view success um, how we manage, manage our time. What are our, what are our priorities of our time? Uh, uh, understanding understanding the importance of of make of utilizing our time, not from a worldly perspective because time is money and because you just want to earn, but because Allah subhanahu wa taala is going to account us for how we use our time and we have to make sure we use it in, we're using it in the best way. But do you have do you have any any other points to make or do you think that's, that's um, no? I think alhamdulillah, I think we we covered we covered quite quite good points there. Um, I mean, just going back to what you said earlier, just about uh, obviously uh, no way we're saying that we're, we're like obviously like like machines and things like that. Is uh, the reality is is that you're always going to fall short, right? To some degree, even if you have your timetable, if you etc. Whatever, and maybe all the, all the practical elements that you put into place, you're always going to fall short in some ways. The point of me mentioning those was obviously to to uh, for those uh, to be a mechanism through which you can pull yourself back up again right um and i think that's the important thing um as well as the sort of the mindset that you have to education generally speaking yeah mm. um but yeah i think other than that i think i think yeah, definitely alhamdulillah um brother commented uh we're from uh britain uh, the uk um and I mean, I mean, may Allah, may Allah strengthen us, may Allah make it uh, easy for us to to make sure we're doing we're doing everything supposed to and balancing balancing our life uh, in the way that He Subhanahu wa Taala wants wants us to. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll um, conclude we'll conclude there, inshallah. Zalkh, um, everyone who uh, joined in and, uh, and watched is watching. Zalkh, um, bro, for um, jumping on. I really appreciate. It. I think you had some you some very good insights, very good points. Um, yeah so just to i guess conclude we as muslim student network we want to it's been talking about these real issues that we as muslim students and we as a wider ummah are facing um and i guess talk about the islamic perspective how we deal with that as, as muslim students especially as we have i guess a unique perspective islam gives us a unique perspective of life 
so so we want to i guess convey that we want to we're going to discuss these ideas um and so um i guess I'll, we'll, we'll, con we'll conclude there inshallah everyone um and assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullah